Welcome. What's Welcome. going on? What's going on, Stephen? Why is there a another? Why why are there two Steves? One we didn't. That was that is beyond the the two Steve. As you know from my contract, I can yeah. only normally appear. The quota. the quota. You're like, oh, I'm Steven, but yeah, I feel yeah. like Steve's got in on a technicality. But welcome um, to in talking about Van Halen. Welcome, indeed. Li- live music, then. That was quite literally our best ever intro, I would say. Yeah. I, I, because it was live and it featured our very first and only guest we've ever had. Live right here, right <laughs> live now. Live right here, right now. It's Mr. Steve Reeky. Hey, Steve, how you doing? I'm very well. Thank you for having me. Long time uh, listener, first time caller. Oh. <laughs> yes, Steve, so whenever we refer to the listener, I think we're just referring we're to, Steve. to Steve. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Steve, That's Steve. me walking the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, Steve what very... long dog walks you have to go on as well? <laughs> listen to us to prattle on. Yeah. 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 It's um, Steve very kindly listens to the show. I mean, that's me. Kate doesn't. Kate doesn't listen to the show. No, just my, my girlfriend. Either, yeah. Kate, yeah. So, um, very much appreciate it, Steve, and it's very lovely to have you here. Um, yeah, we had a little live intro there from Steve because Stephen Alan York. I'm just going to use your full ti- full title today, Stephen. Alan Hello there. York. Well, my full name is my nickname, so I like that. That's good. <laughs> Stephen Alan York. Uh, he was like, "Listen, this guy keeps calling the premium rate call-in line that we've been using for our fans, <laughs> and he's racked up such a debt. I feel like I need to pay him back." So I was like, yeah, so, sounds like a nice it's a nice exercise. Yeah, it's a nice repayment. Um, and um, yeah, so in, in light of that, we've got uh we've got my well, my good friend Steve is here in his bit. capacity um as a musician, guitarist, and I would I, say, I call myself neither of those, but I'll, I'll I'll defer to your judgment in that. Yeah, that well, is what I've seen you in action, Steve, and I would definitely um, put you in those uh, high caliber categories. Well, as it, you sent me uh, a few weeks ago now, pardon me, um, some photos, or you said, "Oh, I just saw saw my mate Steve, and he's been building this wicked guitar," and I was like, I was "All right, very yeah. excited." And you were, and I said, "Oh yeah, that sounds cool." And he and he was like, "He's built his own Frankenstrat," and I was like, "Whoa, that's awesome!" And um, we and he was like, "Should we have him on and have a chat about it?" And I was like, "Yeah, that sounds like a cool thing to do." And so here we are. Oh, <laughs> Ironically, are. <laughs> Instagram is down right now. Oh yeah, all the Facebook but... servers are down, yeah, so yeah. I can't it's see the photos. All... But I got. But I actually. I brought them up on my screen before about two minutes before that happened. I think you so, did. You Steve, Steve, you do you take down Facebook? Well, I, I this is the thing. I brought up each of Steve's pictures on Instagram on my multiple, computer, loading the website, multiple, multiple windows, times. and I think I might have opened too many windows yeah. and pulled the network down. So, um, Steve, if um if we get on the front page news because of this, because one tab too many, things, one tab too many, I'm. I to like bring your name into it so that all the blame doesn't fall on me if that's right absolutely right. And, and building yeah, yeah building thanks. an entire van halen replica guitar just as an excuse to try and get on a van halen podcast was <laughs> that's me yeah that's <laughs> if any yeah we should say is if any of the other listeners have yeah. uh what? built their own van halen guitars you're absolutely not coming on this show because <laughs> uh... no, steve got there first <laughs> this is not an no, open invitation there is a not insubstantial community out there I have since discovered. So. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like that is a 
We have joked many times about the comments on VH links and other Van Halen sites, and it is a cesspool of just the worst of humanity. That so yeah, so the idea of the what opinions, trolls? Trolls not even trolls, just people that are just angry that Sammy Hagar was in a band forty years ago or whatever it is at this point. It's just like yeah, right. You know, well, this podcast must go down on the right hit on there, mustn't it? I think, yeah. Well, that. some of our some of our finest reviews but, came from those people. Yeah. I think, yeah. <laughs> like all the all the tangents we go on where we don't yeah. talk about the band, they must love all that stuff. Oh yeah. I mean, it yeah. was well, as we've all said, it's right there in the title. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? It's quite handy. That is actually, it's quite oh. a good uh, get out gel card. Um. So yeah. So this is amazing, right? Because right. So it was, it was about correct me if I'm wrong Steve I think it was about between you know that period between lockdown one and two when you could go for a pint we were down I think was it so well you'll know because it'll be when you after you made it so was it did you make the guitar on lockdown during lockdown one or two and oh, so maybe it was, it was it was during lockdown two and so I maybe think it was right. yeah shortly after Shortly after Eddie Eddie passed, right. and okay, uh, yeah, it was late, kind of late twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. Actually, is that about a year ago now? Yeah, it would be. Oh, yeah, God. we're about there. Um, yeah, and I, I, and some other friends who were in a uh, were in a WhatsApp guitar kind of fanatics group. Uh, shout out to Phil and Frankie, um, hey. <laughs> who will be listening, I'm sure. Mm. Um, and we were discussing things to do, and uh, I think it was it was Frankie who said he wanted to take a an old made in Mexico strat that he might have had and sand it down, throw it around in the garden, and give it to the kids to paint and you know do something with and cool. you know make it nice and unique. And I was kind of thinking of doing the same thing because I had an old guitar that I didn't really like playing very much and had a terrible neck and um, realised that I, I have zero artistic ability in kind of designing my own guitar. Uh, I thought you were about to throw your kids under the bus. You're like, my kids yeah, are yeah, yeah, sucks. Not a near guitar. <laughs> I, I quite fancy doing the project myself. But, uh, yeah. yeah, not getting anyone else taking yeah, yeah, credit. Right. Absolutely not. But, but didn't really trust myself with any artistic endeavour. So I thought if, if I try and recreate a crap beat-up guitar and like maybe do a relic thing then that that might be a fun kind of mini project to do during lockdown when we have nothing else to do and then van halen died and i thought well actually why not why not try and try and do that um so we did it's amazing honestly it's like so you've quite literally built a frankenstrat from scratch so yeah so Uh, it's amazing yeah so walk us through the so for that, I'm sure, I mean, at this point, if you've got this far into the Van Halen, ain't talking about Van Halen back you don't know what Eddie's Frankenstrat was, but it was like, well, it's in the Smithsonian, get, for Christ's sake. Get out of here. It's like, if it's, that's it, the case, yeah. get out of here. But it was like, it's a parts caster, right? So he just took a bunch of parts. In fact, I've got I've got what he had. He made here. So he had a, it was a factory reject. This is, this is, where, this is where you say exactly what it is. I tell you what I built, and everybody on VH Links goes mad again. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's fine, right? It's like, but I was kind of interested to say, hey, you heard it, the intro. It sounded good, right? So, and I think that's the yeah, point is amazing. this, like, this wasn't built to be like the best guitar ever. It was built because he's like, I want to build my own guitar. So it was a Wayne Charvel Fender Strat factory reject. Uh, that he got a discount of $50 because there was a knot in the wood. 
He had an $80 neck that had jumbo fret wire and had an adjustable truss rod at the heel, which again is a massive pain in the ass. Um, <laughs> Steve is nodding as he's probably had oh, yeah. just the neck yeah. a lot I mean, this, during this assembly. Is, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he, I think he, he took a, in the pickup. So then originally it's just pre Floyd Rose, right? So it was like a 58 Fender Tremolo. So again, every time you dive bomb the thing, it went out of tune. Um, and he put a, a PAF, a PAF, PAF, what you call it, like a ES335 pickup. And he dipped that in paraffin wax, I think, to stop it getting super feedbacky. And he whacked that in the bridge. Um, and then he, and then famously, is it, was it that one? The, and that's the, he didn't put a volume on it, did he? It was the volume, only had a volume knob, but it was the tone knob that he used, which is why on the EVH knockoffs, the thing is a tone. He's got it. He's done it. There it is. He's there. done it. Wow. See, I went. I went. Have you uh, got? Can you get your one off the wall, Ross? Yes. Yeah, sure. you've, you've got. You've. Well, bought, I've got. Uh, mine is more ones. like the Kramer 1984 meets Charvel. But yeah, so it's kind of modern. But it was just when he was. They were kind of more mass produced. Yeah. So it's it's that guitar that uh, he kind of sprayed black, and then right. it was striped up. And sprayed white, and it's that guitar with the black pickguard that you see on the I cover of VH1, the first. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah, so like he built, yeah, he built the original one, like yeah, I was gonna say for the first album. Then there was like the Bumblebee was Van Halen two, yep. the yellow and black, right? And that was more, I think, like this, but again, still with a, uh, um, Fender, trem in the bridge. We'll have to put Steve. We'll have to Steve Elliott. We'll have to put some pictures on the facebook group or something so people can come in yeah see all this well, stuff what i was going to say as well is um steve's put up um on uh, on his insta aren't you steve you put up to lots of pictures True. and and video of like the the make the the process of making it like state like certain stages so people listening to this can follow your look at your instas and follow almost like what like when we're talking about each stage and stuff can see it um your handle is at steve Oh no, isn't it, Steve? Yeah, Steve. O double H, and then no, I think. Yeah, yeah. So if we'll you put go it up, there... we'll have it in the description of the podcast, yeah, and totally. then we'll put it on our Twitter. And uh... and you can follow. It's great. It's, I mean, I like documenting, and you know, I think we all know I'm a little bit obsessed with documenting, taking pictures and video of everything. This has been expertly documented, Steve. The, each stage is really, really. It's I was trying really to play three one six there, but my this guitar is so out of tune. I've actually <laughs> condemned this evh strat because the floyd rose drives me fucking insane and it never stays in tune and i've had it in a shop twice to try and get the, the and is it is it dive only or you've got yeah a... yeah it's flat yeah. yeah i mean if it was floating it'd be even worse i imagine but the it's got a detuner and it just mm. doesn't it will not stay in tune what and you, i've got what what you need to keep it in tune obviously is the 1971 quarter from, uh, <laughs> exactly. just yeah. above the bridge so yeah so, so where did you get that from then uh, uh you'd be surprised what you can get from coin collectors on ebay i think it's about, <laughs> i think it's about two pounds sterling so well, maybe uh, some money there really all things considered yeah there, there's probably a, a, a hefty black market in them amongst van halen fans guitar builder fans but, yeah. so so yeah, yeah so i said so i said so i kind of walked through what the original eddie's guitar was and then i think he just 
I don't know. I, I I should have done my research there, but like the paint job was just him messing about, right? I think. Yeah. So I think. I mean, I I didn't go into too much detail. I know I know the he says from somebody who bought camel cigarettes to do the burning on the headstock just because that's what eddie smoked that's amazing um, that i love that that's, that's attention that's to detail that's, that's great that's um, great so i i think um i mean the spraying of the guitar black and then uh, masking it off and then spraying it white what was interesting about replicating that first part is the fact that it's pretty much one long piece of tape so he starts at the back and he just wraps the masking tape round and round the guitar in a very specific, in a very specific way, but it's just one piece. So it was obviously kind of, oh, I'm going to do it like this. And um, then did, the, I can't remember, I think the white one has the little seagull-y thing above the neck pickup. Um, but it's pretty much just one piece and then he sprayed it and that was it. The, the spraying, the redoing the guitar, from what I read, I, I can't remember the dates, but at some point he was getting really, really annoyed with people doing knocked off versions of the guitar and selling them. And so he he basically wanted to create a guitar that was so ugly and so horrible, nobody would replicate it. Hence ah. <laughs> becoming mm. the most replicated guitar in his yeah, yeah. And then they like, you know, the the like Fender custom shop version of it was like twenty five thousand yeah, dollars or something insane. Yeah, yeah. Um but the, the the masking for the for the second round is much much more complicated. So he was obviously like endeavouring to do something that was much more difficult right. to do. That the masking tape isn't in the right place, and you know other bits and pieces, and rewiring things, and not knowing how to wire the selector switch. So just screwing that into the the middle pickup position and, and oh, yeah. all that kinds of stuff. Um, and weirdly redoing it, putting the Floyd in. I thought I I thought I put the Floyd Rose in the wrong place. Um, and then I looked at pictures of the, the original version and the best pictures, if you, if you actually want to see the, the ones that I found, are there was an exhibition at the Met. I can't remember how many ever years yeah, ago. The guitars. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Instruments of rock or something like that. Um, they did some really high res photographs of it, which are which are online somewhere. And oh, cool. I looked at those and realized that he'd done exactly the same thing. So oh, amazing. The same weird gap and the same problem and kind of so you can end up by accident replicating a little bit more but he yeah he wanted i think just to create a guitar that was so ugly that nobody would ever want to copy it um <laughs> yeah it's... how ironic that yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Ended up copying it. so how did you like so like so like i suppose like yeah talk, like tell us how you, like what's the start how'd you start it like because like you're looking at the picture like you've got the, the, the on the on your instas i can see like the kit like laid out like the the cover i mean this is me right i don't know nothing about it. i know i'm very good at listening to guitars but i don't know a lot about them so my my vernacular my terminology is going to be very basic so i can see that cover case the uh the the cut out thing that yeah that goes on the top yeah that thing but then then the next case <laughs> the cover case the cover case no, and the nice. next <laughs> it's, it's so like you, so you sound like, like a... you sound like a grandma trying to explain to someone <laughs> in a guitar shop what this the the grandson's asked for their christmas <laughs> he's asked like, before them cover just, cases just, coming guitar. Off the, just the cut coming off the back of two musicians talking like <laughs> he really oh. likes that lester paul <laughs> that's it <laughs> I feel like I should be on a different podcast on this episode. Um, yeah, like, and then you can say that, and then on the, the next picture is like the wood cut out, um, you know, the body. Hey, the body, that's what it's called. The body, yeah. So, so, that, so what was the very first stage of like... Of so the, the very first stage was taking, <laughs> it was an old 
made in Mexico cheap strat that I had um, that was in the loft that never got played and it never got played because I hated the neck on it. It was horrible. Right. Um, so stage one was basically unscrewing that neck and throwing it in the bin. Um, so the, I'll, I'll, the neck is different from the way, well, from Eddie's neck, I guess. Um, so it was sanding down that body and then working out exactly what shape the, the holes that he had kind of just gouged out with a router to fit what he was putting in there, what kind of size they needed to be. And the way I did that, and actually the way I did it marked up for the, uh, for the stripes for masking it with the same thing. I, so I took one of those pictures from the Met exhibition and I projected it onto a wall where oh, the guitar wow. was hanging so I could trace the exact... And actually one of the hardest bits was like the, the hour spent trying to get the projector exactly in the right place. So the shape <laughs> of the guitar projector matched them. Amazing. And then just got a pencil and kind of traced exactly what the, the gouge out bits should be. Um, so trace those in the guitar, cut them out. And then it was an awful lot of sanding that it was like weeks of sanding off the horrible paint job. I was going to say, is how there. much thick paint was in there? Yeah, it was like a poly finish and it was like silver. And then uh, once I got down to what I thought was the wood, I realized that the Pexi, uh, Pesky Mexicans had uh, <laughs> used some body filler to uh, fill out some bits in the in the body. Ironically, uh, there was a, a ding in, in my body that they'd filled in, which was almost in the same place as the knot in the wood uh, of Eddie's original, which everybody, oh, I don't think anybody really knows where it is, but people think it's, here i'm pointing to the right, bottom okay. horn on the guitar right um yeah so an awful lot of sanding and then prepping it for spraying black which was the first coat that he did right 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 yeah so how many yeah which probably i always thought made in mexico guitars are pretty good and in fact i think the these evh ones that i have like which is just their strat this is a made in mexico fender is is made in mexico. but the, I, but again I, this is like lacquered plastic finish on the yeah i think yeah it's, it's probably similar to the finish on mine and in all fairness it, it wasn't a bad guitar i just didn't like the neck it had a right, neck right, right. i just wasn't comfortable playing um so yeah i actually sent off for a new neck for this guitar i knew from vh links and all the frankenstrat building forums that are out there oh so there's a neck... lot of that stuff out there like there's oh, a lot of oh. like dudes God, yes. Oh. <laughs> um, oh, I didn't know that. I suppose there would be, wouldn't there? Yeah, I suppose there would. Uh, yeah. So, in, in fact, uh, I said one, one of the guys that is on the, the WhatsApp group where I was discussing the build originally with Frankie, uh, sent them some images of it. And, and one of the high rise images was called Frankie Large Naked. Oh. Um, uh, he was deeply surprised to receive that in his email. Um, so, uh, yeah, I had, had the specs for the neck that um, was originally used. I didn't, didn't want that neck that i think the neck on the original is it's too flat it's well it's not it's not too flat it's too flat for me right and i think the neck carve isn't isn't great it's i i guess in guitar player parts it's a really fast neck i think yeah and that's not one that These i'm are, particularly yeah. comfortable playing so it's like kind of unfinished as well right it's like kind yeah of, yeah yeah well, what this is there i really like that actually it's one of the things i like the most about those evh ones but yeah i can imagine if you're it is a bit of an acquired taste, I would say. Yeah, and I think I think one of the points of making this guitar was I kind I kind of wanted to make a kind of my tribute to the, the guitar, but I wanted it to be a guitar that I was happy playing. Yeah, yeah of course. That, that's Which is, like. you know, when you're doing, yeah, if you're going to make it, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you want to put your spin on it, isn't it? Obviously, it's like it's 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 that it's like a big tribute to the, to the guitar, but you know what? 
why not put a little modification or a little customization bit here and there you know it makes it your yours you know yeah absolutely <clears throat> yeah so that was so sent off for the neck and then the neck arrives you can see from the instagram post with a, a big square paddle on the headstock at the top because okay. um yeah, uh, fun fun fact about guitars that I think the only part of the neck you can copyright is the headstock. So each guitar manufacturer's headstock is a very unique shape because that's the only bit you can copyright. So you can like you can't go to a guitar neck builder and go put a Fender Strat neck uh, Fender Strat headstock on that because they'll go actually we're not illegally allowed, allowed to do that. So they just send you this big square and then you have to cut it out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so yeah, that was fun. Um, and uh, yeah, buy a Dremel, people. They're great. Um, <laughs> And yeah, so the, the spray job, I guess, was the other than the sanding, getting the spraying right was quite hard. So it was black for the first coat. You wrap it in masking tape and uh, go for white, take off the tape and then start relicking it. So, so putting, <clears throat> putting, the putting the tape on, was that like quite a long process, you know, trying to get the accuracy of like, you know, you're when you're putting the tape on, like you were saying about it earlier and stuff about are you, you're comparing the yeah, comparing, comparing it to the, the original and what's hard about that is there, there's lots of pictures of the red version of the guitar there are less where you just see the white and black stripes right <clears throat> as it as i say you kind of you can kind of infer from where the blacks the black stripes the black and white stripes are when you look at the red one so it was just making some pencil marks on the guitar and then as i say it's just it's really just one piece of tape yeah 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 you yeah. follow all the way around That's and so cool. the contour of the body kind of naturally takes the tape in that direction you can see why he did it and why it ended right, up right, there it's, right, it's right. just it's almost obvious um what paint do you use what what the black spray paint was it just was it a special type was uh, it just like <clears throat> yeah i i, I researched yeah, do you have for, to buy like like a gun or anything for it like yeah no it was just spray cans okay. um I, I i researched that for literally five minutes on amazon before <laughs> pulling the trigger <laughs> i think the, the if you're going to do it really accurately, I can't remember what the white is, but the red is Schwinn oh, red bicycle. Bicycle, paint. yeah, right, yeah, I didn't need that, yeah. If you're going to do the original, if you're going to do it full justice, which you can still buy, um, but no, it's just a, a standard white paint that just went on there, and then it was going to town with a razor blade and relicking it to make it look like what it would have looked like before he put the red on. So that's see, I like that term relicking. I really like that. So it's just like it's like distressed, isn't it? It's the distressed look. Yeah. Is, that's is that that's in in musicians' world. Well, it's weird. Relicking. It's like this weird, like it's, it's kind a of a quite controversial term. to have it. You were telling me about that, Steve, weren't you? About the yeah. controversial thing about the relicking, eh? Because it's like obviously Eddie Van Halen's guitar wasn't relic. That was just toured for 20, 30 years and played every night and sweat and cigarettes and you know so it's like that's it looked like that because it was played but a lot of people get but now there's a market for people that sell guitars that look like they've lived that life but they're you know yeah in some I mean, living room if you're trying to sell it you know and like make it sound as if it's got more of a history than it is I, yeah I it's funny probably, I actually, I, if people are adding a lot of like a lot of dollars on top of that i, I bought a base i bought a base earlier in the year and it's and only came relict i wanted a fender mustang so a short scale base but it's a signature model of a chap whose name escapes me right now but it's relict and it's weird because it's brand new guitar but it feels like an old one so I kind of, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't know where I sit on. 
I think if you get a signature model as well, it's kind of a bit by the by, but yeah, I don't I don't think I would ever I don't think I would buy a relic guitar. I wouldn't I wouldn't buy a like a, a Les Paul yeah. or a Strat or a you know a butterscotch telly that was made to look like it was Amazing. 60 years old, but I think in the case of Van Halen's guitar, it, it's so specific that, that it has that look and it is that yeah. look. Yeah. If you're doing a that, replica, you've you kind know, of got to add that, haven't you, really? Yeah. 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 That's amazing. So how long did it take? So when you sprayed it black, how long does it take to dry? Does it say like days to dry or is it like quite quick? Um, you, you do it quite quickly because um, I think I think it was like 24 hours before I sprayed the white because if you leave it too long, it then becomes harder to scrape the paint off. Right, so it's almost like while the paint is still a little soft, wow. you can just scrape it straight oh, back God. off. And it, actually, in fact, I stained the guitar when it was bare wood because uh, another top tip from the forums when you do this <laughs> is if you don't stain the guitar, then when you take it back to the wood, when you relicate, it looks too blonde and it looks too new. Right, right, right. Whereas if you stain it, it looks like it's, you know, had, oh, you know, 10 years of sweat and you know, fag smoke all over it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's cigarette smoke for the American listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. I love, I love all this attention to detail. Yeah, it's amazing. It's so oh, like, right. so yeah, so what's, so the next stage is, oh, and but just a quick question. Is there anything that, you, you know, it's like you're quite advanced in the process of making it. And is there anything you're like, oh, you know, like, it's like doing artwork sometimes. It's like I've realized I've oh fuck, I forgot to do that. And then you sort of go back. But then I quite like embracing mistakes. And I quite like it when something, if I'd forgotten something. Was there anything that you'd forgotten to do, but then you sort of went back to do it or actually made it better because you didn't do it at that stage? Is there anything like that? I like um, happy accident. Happy accidents. Happy I like accidents. happy accidents. Bob Ross, happy little clouds. Yeah, yeah. Um I don't, I can't think of any, I mean, it's not perfect. And if I was going to do it again, there would probably be things, little things I would do differently. I don't think there was, there weren't any glaring errors or problems. I think the, the reflectors on the back were, they weren't quite the way I wanted them. Um, you can see all this, so you can see all this on the yeah. Insta's list, no? The, uh, the, see this works really great as an audio medium. Um, <laughs> I, I the, was thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, the the oh. holes for the Floyd Rose, the, the mounting holes, they're, they're, pro, they're about a millimetre too close together. Um, oh, I remember, but that's not, like, you know. When I, when I was building it, I remember sending um, sending the pictures to the other guys in the WhatsApp group, and they they were like, "Ah, oh, you you've screwed this. This is that you've ruined it. You're gonna have to start again." And I'm like, "I'm not sending this thing down again. It's not happening." Oh, um, but yeah, I think that was kind of the only. Oh no! I, so yeah, I had to buy a second five way selector switch because when I was relicking it, um, you put it in some chemicals, and it kind of makes it rust. It. I left it in for about a minute too. It takes like literally 30 seconds to go from brand new to looking like crap. Uh, and I left it in for a minute and it completely dissolved it. Um, <laughs> oh, what's the like solution that? it goes in? Uh, like, like episode of Bacon, uh, I cannot yeah. remember. Like that episode of uh, Breaking Bad where they dissolve the body in the, the tubs. It could well be. Yeah. In, like uh, in the end of Terminator 2 when he goes yeah. in down to that. <laughs> there, there's, some, there's some gunk yeah. on the, the, the horn of the guitar i don't know what it is on the original one so i just mixed up some epoxy with uh, epoxy resin and uh yeah that made me itch for about a day <laughs> um, i think i'm allergic to this it's cured it's gone off now it's fine um but I mean, yeah i don't think there were any glaring errors but that 
there are some bits that are wrong if you look at the original down here by the pit guard the, right. the, the stripes are slightly off yeah but uh, it's your take yeah. on it though i like that yeah. if it was too if it was too like that one what i want to know is you know, the two friends right. that are like oh you wish i'll do a project what did they do while you were yeah what are they do in lockdown bust well, your we... balls making this thing yeah, well, we were, uh, they haven't done it yet, but actually I was out for a drink with them last week and um, we, we were discussing, um, is there a guitar, you know, what's the one that got away? Did you ever play a great guitar that you never mm, bought? And um, I think one of them said, like, once played a Yamaha um, in, in New Zealand where he grew up and I always wishes he bought that. Um, and I think the, the exercise of going through this, particular build made me realize I, I don't think there is my Excalibur there there isn't a guitar mm -hmm. there that is that is mine but what was nice was like just taking the neck that I really like playing and put it on putting it on a guitar that just seems to work because everything that Eddie did is in the right place you know the, the pickup is right the, the the fact that the the volume slash tone control isn't in the same space you would have it he just drilled it in the middle of the pickup but it fits exactly where your hand would need to be right yeah yeah. and it's just like well you're not going to find your Excalibur you're not going to find your perfect guitar so why not just build it if, if you know yeah, what yeah, kind yeah. of things you like put it together make a parts cast and make your perfect guitar yeah um, I agree with yeah, that yeah, I think that's yeah like all those things as well of like you know, when people do obsess of like, it needs to be exactly like, why? And it's like, no, he did that there because it was like, oh, it's annoying that I always hit, you know, this part. Yeah. It's like uh, the like Johnny Marr has a signature Jaguar and the the switches on the top of the Jaguar are a nightmare. You always hit your hand on them. So he just replaced them with rollers. So right. it's just like, yeah, there you go. There's me. It's not like, oh yeah, well, it's like no, he's solving a problem. It's like yeah. I use this to work, you know. Yeah, I use yeah, this yeah. to work, and this makes my work easier. And that's basically, you know, the logic behind it, which I I do quite like. That it was both, you know, because you get the tone and the blah blah blah. It's like no man, just no. He's a, that was a guy. Just, just that was a guy who needed a tool to go to do his job. He didn't have very much money, and so he made it like this so he could do his job better. And that's you know. And it turned into something that, you know, we now have a podcast which didn't exist in 1970. It's funny. It's like lyrics but, yeah. are the same, isn't it? When people yeah, yeah. look into lyrics and like Bowie's lyrics going, oh, you know, you meant this. And he's he like, knew, no, he literally man. like cut up pieces of paper and yeah, or he had, back, a, he had took a, a out, take them out. Right. In the 90s, yeah, yeah, he had yeah. like a Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Spit it's out like, so it, it's just complete random. People looking into all these meanings and stuff. Yeah. I love stuff like that. And when, when they come out and go, nah. No, that's yeah. not what I've done at all. Um, Bizarrely, no one's ever done that with David Lee Ross lyrics. I don't know. Is there any meaning, the deep meaning in, you know? <laughs> not did, yet. You, did you guys see the David Lee Roth news today? There well, is new news. Yeah, there is new news. But what or are, you, are you Steve saving is, that for a future podcast? Well, Steve, yeah, what we did, the, the, the listeners to a secret, is that we recorded um, a What's David Lee Roth Been Up To episode. Yeah. We haven't released it yet. And in between doing that, he's bloody retired, hasn't he? So Which is, I told him, I, I messaged him and I said, do not release this news, DLR, yeah. until we've brought out the podcast. And he just like completely forgot or disregard, you know, he's a bit of a rebel. And he just gone out and brought out anyway. It's a bit of annoying. So, um, well, but yeah. It's, it's so okay because, we'll, you know, you're you're listening to Ain't Talking About Luthius. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's all okay. <laughs> Everything's okay. It's, um, yes, but that is big news though, isn't it? Yeah, huge news. There's, there's, um, there's, a, there's, there's, um, there's been a retirement announcement, but um, 
but to be covered at a later date. Yeah, it doesn't um, exist. Where this is in the yeah. yeah the Luthier universe. This is not part of the main yeah. ATBBH yeah. universe. So. The, the, yeah, the yeah, Frankenstrat yeah. mini pod. <laughs> <laughs> You're our EP. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, so but I want to know, Steve. Then, so do you play, have you? How did you get into Van Halen? Like to go to all this length? Yeah, yeah. Where was so your? This is, this is the weird thing. So I, I am. I am a Van Halen fan, but I am not a massive Van Halen fan. Okay. Um, my, my intro to Van Halen, and I, I, I distinctly remember it the early 90s, and, and for listeners, I am 46 this year. So, like, teenager, end of the 80s, early 90s, big grunge kind of era. Uh, I was kind of MTV Van Halen jump, uh, I guess 5150 around that year, maybe. Um, but wasn't a big fan, but uh, was a big Queen fan. Um, loved Brian May and got into playing. I, I did acoustic guitar lessons at school and then heard Extreme on um, MTV playing uh, a song called Wholehearted. Which oh, I love is, that song. It's a great acoustic track. And I, I love that song. And I, uh, I grew up in Belgium and I remember one day going into Brussels and finding uh, the extreme porno graffiti CD and taking it home, thinking, you know, unlike everybody else who heard more than words and thought, oh, great, what a brilliant ballady band I wanted. But I heard the other song, hadn't heard more than words, put it on. And I think the first track on that's Decadent Dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, Nuno's playing just kind of blew me away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, um, I then led to play, well, started to play electric guitar and apologies for those that had to listen at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, so it was a massive extreme fan. And um, I think after playing for a couple of years, seven, oh, a couple of years, maybe, maybe like 91, 92, I had a mate who lent me right here, right now on cassette. And okay. I put that on and I'd, I'd read some interviews obviously with Nuno where he was, you know, he cites Van Halen and I was either playing kind of extreme Nuno funk metal stuff or playing kind of bluesy Eric Clapton things. Um, but heard right here, right now, the, the, the Not Quite Live album. Um, and <laughs> yeah, that kind of blew me away. So uh, I, I remember like getting my dad to photocopy somebody else's right here, right now, tab book and learning, not, not oh, learning really brilliant. any of the songs, but just kind of learning bits and pieces. And yeah, that was kind of my intro to Van Halen. And then obviously you, you kind of, as a guitar player you 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 like who you like but you then try to go back to see like who influenced them and you know where did that come from and yeah, looking yeah. for their origin story i guess and certainly nuno's origin story among and then almost everybody else in terms of like vi and um satriani they, they all came through that kind of van halen yeah, school yeah. um so yeah then retrospectively got into a little bit of van halen and uh, we just played that but again not a massive fan but then when he as i say when he died it was like well yeah, why not? He he influenced yeah. so many of the people I like. He's got this iconic great guitar, so, mm. so why not make that? But yeah, yeah, I think I think my intro, unlike unlike everybody else, kind of maybe being sat there listening to Van Halen one and hearing eruption and going, "Oh my god, what is this?" <laughs> Mine was the, the drill at the beginning of Pound Cake. Oh yeah, um, ring. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe yeah. if you can Frankenstrat a drill, that was mine. Is there, really? <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be good. <laughs> Yeah, um, which is that's the which, next one. If you've yeah. watched live right here, right now, he has a Frankenstrat drill, which Superb. yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, and also, is... like doing a Nuno Betancourt signature would have just been 
taking all the paint off and then leaving it, right? He just plays like a like a naked. Well, I, I have a Washburn N4 downstairs, so I have. Okay. For, for my 40th birthday, I I I bought the the N4 signature guitar, the only good guitar Washburn have ever made. Um, <laughs> So uh, yeah, that was kind of that was my my Van Haleny Van Halen journey. Maybe maybe the next one will be the Jack Daniels uh, Michael Anthony bass. Oh yeah, with the bass. Oh wow, with the Jack yeah, Daniels, yeah, right. Yeah. Oh yeah, it actually does, doesn't it? Didn't you say that? Yeah, one? yeah, yeah, it has, yeah, it has yeah. little. I like those, reading... those, not... got those dogs, isn't it? Was it the um, the dogs? They got like the barrel of brandy under their neck. Oh right, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, Saint uh, <laughs> yeah, Saint Bernard. Saint Bernard, yeah. Um, when did you start playing guitar? Um, so I remember I, I was listening to, uh, it was Queen, is that kind of magic? Oh, the Highlander or something. Yeah. Yeah. There's a song called Princes of the Universe. There certainly is. is. Here is we are. That's it. Yeah. Uh, and there's a weird kind of tappy guitar solo thing in the middle of it. And I remember hearing that as a kid going, I want to do that. Yeah. Um, and then trotting downstairs and going, Mom, Dad, I want to learn to play electric guitar. Whoa. And they went, no. <laughs> um, and I continued. That big build up. <laughs> yeah. Not happening. They have arrived. Um, so I remember pestering them for months and months and months. And eventually they said, oh, okay, you can take acoustic guitar lessons. And if you stick at it for a year, we, we will think about buying you an electric. Um, it's a pretty good deal. Yeah, yeah. So I did. I did acoustic guitar, classical guitar lessons for a year. Did stick it out. Um, so I don't know, maybe eighty-eight, something like that. Eighty-seven, oh, okay. eighty-nine. I don't know. So, so it's yeah, that, were you just like thinking as you were doing the acoustic guitar lessons? Were you just in, in your mind? You were just thinking of the electric guitar as the, like the goal. Like the yeah, and and weirdly, I kind of, I kind of, I always wanted to play. I always wanted to play electric. Eventually, I kind of bought an electric, but I. Because I, I had a guitar teacher then that I would see who was a classical guitar teacher. And I remember going to my classical guitar teacher with my electric and saying, I want to learn this. Uh, Get out. This is what I've been learning yeah, today. Yeah. And you'd be sat there with, he'd be sat there with a footstool under his left foot, oh, all, his yeah, long yeah. fingernails. <laughs> and, you know, with the guitar kind of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, classical guitar position. And I'd be there going, no, but if I set my delay pedal, we can do Flight of the Wounded Bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> and him just shaking his head going, no, 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 no. Yeah. So I, th I think the closest we got to to kind of any sort of mutual acceptance of music was like tracks off uh, Clapton's Unplugged album. And, and doing things <laughs> what, like that. A, that was, what a brilliant kind of like... That yeah. was the halfway house. Yeah. That's the compromise. Yeah. yeah. Extreme um, unplugged. Did it, did Extreme yeah. do an MTV unplugs? I don't know. Okay, we, I think I think we were we were happy with more than words. Okay, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like but yeah, yeah, so yeah, my my journey was classical guitar to electric guitar, kind of ended. I the... love that idea of like you having to learn more than words as a kid, and it's just like all these other like men that want to impress girls to play more than words as well. Yeah, which I suppose okay. probably would have worked in your favor as a young a younger man. Uh, yeah, I, I I can't say it did any harm during the university years. Yeah, so. yeah, of course. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that, that was my kind of. Did you have journey. sort of uh, Nuno Betancourt long locks as well, or did you? I I did have long hair for a while. Um, I think that got that got kind of cut back in in my third year at university when I had to start applying for graduate recruitment jobs. But, yeah, uh, just stayed for, it stayed for a little while. Yeah, and played in various bands while I was at uni. Nice. But so, do you still play in a band? I don't know. Not anymore. Not anymore. You played us some music that you did. Um, uh, um, was it was it last year or the year before? 
was it we I listened remember a bit listening to a track when we were in, um when we we're in the pub or something or maybe or you and I was listening to it and on earphones or there was something or maybe you were maybe it was a track from one of the bands you were in or something I thought it was something that you had done recently I can't remember I get we, we kind of messed around together. with some friends doing yeah some, it was really um, good it was really good yeah it was nice it was nice to kind of do it. we were just like sending tracks to each other and yeah yeah of, that was it yeah I think you were doing, that. doing bits and pieces yeah I mean, it was quite good fun it, it would be yeah it'd be nice to get back into a band and um there's uh got some friends who are uh, musicians or, or play various instruments around the corner one who lives about 50 yards from you uh, mr york uh, yeah. who's who's always going no we should we should just get a rehearsal room and just like jam for a couple of hours yeah, that'd be nice but yeah i'm just i'm just a bedroom guitarist that annoys my two daughters now anyway. <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's it's very cool though isn't it Do you know what I, mean? I, I didn't i totally didn't ask you what pickup did you put in the frankenstein so there, there are two because um, it's got this again, single coil but that's is that's just like for show right it is just for sure, but it is wired up in my guitar. Because ah. again, I wanted something that was practical um, that, that I could actually. So I thought, if, I, if I'm going to the expense of finding a neck pickup that looks like the original, um, and it was it's from a company, I think it's Henrik Pickups, okay. um, who are a kind of like boutique company in Wales. And uh, yeah, again, if, you, if you're looking for some good hand wound pickups, give them a shout because they were really reasonable. I didn't want to go to town on it. Um, because it, it's I didn't know if it was going to be used um and uh, they hand wound it and they, they asked what I was doing with it and then matched the polarity and the the resistance of the pickup oh, wow. beyond any kind of my knowledge to what I was putting in the other side and then the other one is uh it's a vh1 by bare knuckle pickups Ah, um, cool. Which is and it's a really nice pickup. I've never I've um, never tried the but I've heard lots about Bare Knuckle. They're a British company as well, right? Yeah, they're really good. And again, I um I put the order in on the website and within about 20 minutes they'd phoned me up and said, What are you what are you putting it in? Because I, I put down strap, but it's actually the reason the reason the the pickup is at a wonky angle is because it's for a Gibson, the original was a Gibson string spaced pickup. Right. So you mount it at an angle to try and get as much coverage of the strings as you possibly could. Um, and I put, I was putting in a Strat and they phoned me back and said, you know, you've ordered a Strat one. Uh, you, you've ordered like a Gibson, but it says you're putting it in a Strat. So we just, do we need to change it to fit? And I was like, no, because I'm doing this with it. And they were like, brilliant. <laughs> and, That's nice. Uh, yeah. Cool. yeah. So they, they, they were checking what they were sending out. So again, um, yeah, great, great company to buy from and yeah, yeah. Uh, really diligent in what they were doing yeah yeah, yeah. that's what you, i love that um stuff. yeah and it's they the unlike eddie's guitar the neck pickup is wide and it's uh push pull on the volume control oh, so if i pull the clever volume out it then goes to the neck pickup so it's actually a, a probably a little bit more usable um yeah and, and you can do sort of nice extreme sort of 80 cell neck pickup guitar solos now as well right it's like oh yeah yeah i can, really... I can totally i can whittle the 80s on it if necessary yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. love it um yeah and yeah i just again i'm just looking at the pickup cavities and they're all filthy now the uh they, they were dirtied up it's uh sand from center parks <laughs> uh, mixed with pva uh fag ash and uh, unlike the original there is no 
copious dustings of cocaine in there, I don't think. So, yeah. Yeah. so you've got to do your own spin right, You just went to the wrong yeah. bit of Centre Park, Steve. That's all that happened there. I saw somebody relicate using like bits of sand as dirt and thought, where am I going to get sand? And, and like, I don't have a, there's no sand pit near here. And uh, yeah, Centre Park. So, hey, hey, kids, we're going on holiday. Yeah, yeah there was, there was, Daddy me on needs some box. sand. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> Taking the dog for a walk with a poo bag collecting sand from Centre Park. Centre Park for our American listeners is like these very like family friendly holiday resorts, holiday lodges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, middle class butlins, yeah. <laughs> American equivalent of Centre Parks is, but yeah. <laughs> It's just quite a funny place to get sand. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, after this, they will be. Uh, Maybe they get that. They're going to get that. You know, that Van Halen bump. This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. There'll be uh, there'll be plenty other opportunities to to go there in other parts of the world. Um. So and uh, the red, um, the spray in the red. So that was like the masking tape is off, but then you have to put more on to to protect those black yes. and white areas. So you take. You take everything off the black and white guitar, um, you relic it, um, or you, you scrape bits and pieces off it, and then you tape up ready for the red. And as I say, I, he obviously went to a, into a lot more detail when he was masking up, because I think there's, there's maybe three or four different widths of masking tape. So he was using different rolls of masking tape. It's not just one size. And it's a lot more particular in, in the shapes that he was trying to create, I think. And, and right. you know, maybe he was just doing, I'm just going to make this difficult for anybody that tries to copy it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's not like the the taping for the first one, which was just one ro- long roll. There, there are lots of individual pieces everywhere. Um, and that was, that was kind of much harder to do. And you're trying to be a little bit more accurate in doing that. And then you spray red and then you rip it off and then you get a drill and you start gouging the crap out of bits of the guitar. <laughs> So um, on, I can see that. So on the, on the Instas, on your Insta page, that's one of the things I can see like, with the razor blade, like scratching and doing all that. Like how how, how long did that set, uh, like process take? Yeah, I mean, it looks amazing. Look, look, look at that. Yeah, I mean, it looks so worn. Yeah, and, like all that stuff, yeah. And did you like really hurt your fingers and stuff? I remember my dad doing that with like a garden um, bench in the 80s. With did your dad invent? Did, you, did your dad invent relicking? <laughs> I think he might have done. He was like trying to like take the varnish off, and I was like, I'm pretty sure there's electric. He's like, I want this garden. Like... This garden bench looked like it was built in the 1940s. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's yeah. Really torn, yeah, man. You know, like de- <laughs> dedicated to the uh, the the, the, like the the Bristol, like it's straight out of the Bristol. I don't know what's a park in Bristol. The Bristol bench. That's what they call yeah, it. Yeah, the old Bristol, Bristol bench. bench. Yeah, yeah, the bristle bench. So he's like, did it with like razor blades and stuff. And he was like, it really hurt his fingers and stuff. So he must have like, it must have like taken his toll, eh? And yeah, it's um, you just get the top of a razor blade and put some masking tape on it, and then you're just kind of scraping gently. But as I say, because because the paint is so fresh, it doesn't take very much. But what was interesting doing it is you could you could go through the red, you could go through if you were careful, just going through one layer at a time to expose different parts of it. Um, which is what you, I guess would naturally happen when you were kind of, you know, Playing. road wearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's there are so many there are so many other bits that I've no idea why that some some things are obvious, 
like the with this it doesn't have strap locks it just has hook and eye things because allegedly they were always falling off so you put these on and then it would be a i think it was what you would have on the end of a dog collar he would clip on yeah so it would, it would never fall off so there are there are holes around where the straps go in where he's clearly had a a, a hook in before it's fallen out so he's just drilled another hole and screwed it in but there are just random holes all over it that just i've no idea why they are there on the original i mean most things you can kind of say oh that's there because this or it got dropped and there are stories as to why things are on there uh, there is blue paint around the bottom of the guitar and that's because apparently there was a, a blue van halen banner above the stage but the stage lights melted it and it fell on the guitar when it was oh, standing wow. it just kind of <laughs> Smeared what some brilliant, of the paint like, there. yeah, the level of yeah. history for this guitar. Oh, yeah, it's extraordinary. It's but like, they're just like, like kind of random holes. Yeah, the holes. Like, why would anybody drill a hole there? It makes no sense. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, like, do you think that would have been acoustic? Was that like an acoustic like experiment though? Like, or do you not? I mean, you, you've already different. mentioned that... that you know there was a lot of cocaine on it. You know, it makes people oh, yeah. do some free uh, <laughs> the secret holes. <laughs> the old fifty-one fifty in the squash court. It's like what am I up? Mm. Maybe this, yeah, will, maybe this will make it sound better. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the kind of fag burns on the headstock are kind of self-explanatory. And there's there's a burn on the top that would be there if you were kind of holding a cigarette around in your hand, but not playing it. But then there's kind of like random weird things on the original down by. Somebody's dropped a hot rock there and it's just sat there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, it's been played. So, yeah, some, some things make sense on the guitar, and other things, well, I have no idea why that's there. That's that awesome, makes no sense. Yeah. It's quite good that it's, there's like an a, a, like sections of mystery, isn't there? I don't really yeah. know why that's yeah. there, and it's good that some things make sense and some things just completely don't. I've got a bet if he was sort of like you know, I don't know if he's ever done a, like an analysis, there might, there might be something on YouTube where he was interviewed about it. Hold up, because I think, I think he did May an interview like when he donated it to the Smithsonian yeah. when he was oh, talking okay. about all the stuff he did. And again, oh, okay. it's to to that what we were saying earlier. It's like, yeah, it's just like, yeah. I want to he like even he thing. might not remember why the holes. Oh are there. no, yeah. probably not. No. Yeah, yeah. I think there's there, and there's there's weird bits. So in where the where this selector switch is kind of glued in, there's a weird white dab of paint just above it. Right. Okay. And I I found an article from somebody said that on the original white one he had like a little it was like a little jewel that somebody had given him that he just glued there. And he forgot to remove it when he took everything else off and he sprayed it red. So it stayed in there, but then it fell off. So it's just this little white spot that makes no sense. <clears throat> but yeah. And so there's, did... there's another bit that there's a kind of a black bit here. And it makes no sense until you actually do the guitar. And then you realize it's there because he forgot to remove a piece of masking tape that just stayed there for like that? 10 years before he resprayed it. Where's that? Is that near so the kind of tiny little black bit again, just by the main pickup here? What right, we're going to okay. need you to do, Steve, is you're going to take some close ups of these bits so then we can sure, like be like on exhibit and then we can do maybe do an overdrive. <laughs> <In exhibit A. laughs> exhibit seven in like bookmarks, like audiobooks when they have the appendix yeah. <laughs> number seven. Yeah. <laughs> doing like an Alexa voice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's great. No, it's and, awesome. Yeah. Like, I, I love the, yeah, like, I do not have the skill nor the, like, I would have start, bought the body and started spraying it black, whatever, and be like, ah, fuck it, I'm done now. I can't be able to do this. <laughs> like, the moment the masking tape, I know for sure I would have cocked it up and just, like, I painted this wall. I'm pointing to my wall in my office, all one color, and it drove me mad. So the idea yeah, yeah. of going through three layers and uh, like, 
So I, I think I think I what's quite off my hat to you. What's yeah, quite totally. interesting and good about it is, you know, he wasn't either. He, he you know, the reason that there's just a, a pickup selector switch screwed in there is because he didn't know what he was doing and couldn't wire it. He right, just knew yeah. I wanted that pickup there, and you know, it's not it's not cleverly mounted where you can adjust it. It's just basically <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. two house screws driven into a chunk of wood. <laughs> Um, yeah, totally. you know, I think if he'd given any thought about it, I don't know, maybe he had a guitar tech at the time that was just going. It must have been a night. Well, I think that's why I retired it? it, right? Like, because like to have it, all the wires open and then like being sweated on and what, who knows what beer and all sorts thrown onto it. It was yeah. like, I don't know how long it lasted. I don't know how long. I, it was yeah, I think he, he, he stopped touring it pretty early on because I think it was just like, ah, this is. Was it just, was it dangerous or was it falling apart? Oh, I think a little bit of both probably. You know, right. Okay. Because yeah. do you reckon there was like live bits on it? It's like like don't ever touch there. If I, you <laughs> yeah, know, like that, that exposed bit in the middle. Me. It's like you know a bit. Mean? Yeah. I I kind of imagine that could be the case if it's sort of like a bit sort of. I mean, when when you think about, I mean, he he, Ross, as you said, he did like kind of dipped the the pickup in paraffin, and that's kind of potting it to try and make it a little bit less noisy. But you know, the, there's the reason a Stratocaster has a big you know, pick guard in there that's usually shielded electronically on the back to try and keep them, you know, relatively quiet. This is a horrifically noisy guitar. You know, if, if I've got my phone in my pocket while I'm playing this guitar, it's humming away cleverly. Yeah, you know, it, right. it's it's not silent, and it yeah, it, it's kind of ugly. So I don't know what it would have been like in the studio, or whether he's you yeah. know, well, I guess wrapped really himself did. in tinfoil playing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, amazing. Like, I wonder if there, there must be like some footage on the YouTubes, eh? Of like, no, because yeah, when something. he was playing this would have been like back in the day when for a bit where he like used to not face the audience as well, right? Like, oh, when he yeah, was doing all course. the crazy stuff, he would hide it because he didn't want people to, you know, before then he was like, hold on, I'm annoyed at people ripping me off. What if I just sell my owner and I can make millions and yeah, millions yeah, yeah. of dollars? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I did, I saw. I saw Wolfie on YouTube playing the original, like playing Eruption on it. I think. Yeah, I've seen that. You know, clip. And yeah. I think there is some studio footage of him just playing it. And it's just, you know, it's turfed in the back of the studio. And, you know, somebody is interviewing him with extreme reverence about the importance of this guitar. And, you know, he's, you know, he's using it as an ashtray and just going, kind of, yeah, his ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is yeah. what it should be, you know, it's yeah, yeah. the tool of his tool of trade, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I've not got any more questions for you, Mr. Steve. Um, if Stephen Alley does, can, can we can we list a, like? Well, I've got like some footage of you playing it, Steve, um, on the instance, but I, I'm not plugged in. So could I just like play it? Because this is a very they're highly impressive. But then maybe, or would you, or would you rather we could maybe play a bit? On well, how about I do that? How about because the Instagram is down, Steve. Oh yeah, but mine's Maybe. up, you see, because I yeah, no, but I oh. can share the audio properly through mine, and I can add it in afterwards. Oh. So how about we can wrap it up, and then I'll put the audio from those bits, so you're not got red light fever twice in one one podcast record. <laughs> yeah, and I can. Put... I forgot how to play. Forgot how to play three one six in the first take. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and then we can have that as the outro, and I'll just do that by magic in the end. Yeah, that's absolutely fine with me. With all uh, uh, due, uh, due reverence to Eddie, and that I cannot play like him, and my I never bothered to learn eruption, uh, so it was my like potted <laughs> little bits of it. 
Yeah, honestly. Yeah, you play like you got you got like a little bit of cabo wabo in there. You got a bit of three one six. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah it's it's again, yeah. it was it was all the things that I liked on right here, right now from that uh, dodgy <laughs> yeah. cassette back in the day. It's it. highly impressive. It's highly. How long did it take you to like learn to do that, like eruption and stuff? Is that like? That's just uh, I, I honestly, practice. I I cannot play eruption. I know the. I know he starts with an A, and then the, it, there is an A G D, <laughs> and then he goes up to the higher register, and then there's a. I know the notes that the tremolo picking bit, and then I know the rough pattern of the tapping section, but that's about it. And I, I think that's what you hear on the, on the Instagram bit. But I never, I never bothered to learn it, because, I I knew I would never be able to play like that, and you know I I will, borrow. I guess, I guess like most guitarists and uh, maybe, Ross, I guess maybe you're the same. You, you, you kind of borrow the bits you can do and you interpret them your way. Yeah, totally. so we, yeah it's, it's not it's not my uh, my imitation or impersonation of Eddie. It's kind of just my 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 little version of the, the bits yeah. that I liked. Well, from someone who can't, I mean, I can I, I've got a wooden guitar over there, like an acoustic and I can't even pick like pick it up and hold it. So like. So it's highly impressive what I I've seen you in action, and it's like when I see Ross in action, it's just like how do you do that? It's just <laughs> it's just it's highly uh, highly impressive, highly incredible. Whoa! I found like it. I just I was just finding the the thing where Eddie Van Halen's talking about. It's the Smithsonian interview where he talks about making the Frankenstrat. So it's just, oh uh, okay. Yeah, but also, yeah. that was a round of applause for you owning a an acoustic guitar, Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. I, you know, I did, I did say that. I did say to Stephen yesterday that I would, uh, if I, if you did make me play it, I would only be doing cheap meat lyrics. <laughs> Again, See? part of my con contracts. Yeah, yeah. Which much, much easier to play than Van Halen songs. And, uh, <laughs> obviously, from the latest album, you know, d demonstrably one star better than Wolfie. So, oh, good. Yes, exactly. Isn't it? And easy and far, far easier to play. And not in weird times, <laughs> or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Our work, drummer everyone. can our drummer can barely play his own song. So the idea of me playing, in fact, I could probably play cheap meat songs on drums. Maybe that's how uh, simple they are. To... <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Matt doesn't. I'll, I'll, that's fine. I'll, uh, <laughs> under copyright, I'll allow you to play my Instagram feed, but only if you end it with a yowza. Oh yeah, yeah. So before so, before yeah. we came on it, all oh, right, go on. I'll let you have this one. So before we're gonna we have came... it on a on a public. I'm gonna have an yeah. opening of the next. Uh, Ross actually found one. I was driving home. Oh, listen to Appetite for Destruction. Unbelievable. On Appetite for Destruction at the end of. I think you've got a mad copy. That no, uh, that's not mine. Is it what is song is it, Mr. Brownstone? At the end of Mr. Brownstone. It's Mr. Brownstone. Yeah. He on the album. He does it. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Look, in fact, you I'll play it just it. for you now because I'll, oh. we can edit this out if need be. But I, feel, I feel like I, I've opened up some kind yeah, of marital yeah. argument. <laughs> Honestly, such honest. I've never, I've never been gaslit in my entire life <laughs> as much as I was by Stephen Allen New York during the recording of. Uh, honestly, I don't think I've laughed as much as that in um, right decades. Full official version of Mr. Okay. Brownstone. Okay. On appetite of destruction. Just just the old 57 million streams on that. Uh, yeah, I don't think it does it on mine. I think you've just got a rogue stream. You got off that same mate that gave Steve that cassette of uh, Live Right Here Right Now. It's all edited out. You would just like, I was, listen, I was listening to the last podcast and I, I knew he'd done it, but I couldn't remember what song it was. But, you know, obviously the other two to three and a half million 
podcast listeners were probably all screaming Mr. Brown. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. And again, gaslit. My favourite part was the just the relentless search. <laughs> <laughs> the commitment. The passion. Well, because the, because the, I knew. The, the I was like, search. you know, I'm more than happy to, you know, there's nothing worse than trying to be the smartest guy in the room or whatever. But like, I fucking knew that it was in there. Yeah. I was like, I'm finding this. I hold my hands up. I don't remember that ever happening, but it obviously did. But I'll be I'll be expecting evidence. a written public apology for the next episode because we're going to open with it. So yeah, I don't think it's actually on the actual record. I think it just got very extreme. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. But Steve, thank you very much for coming on and, and showing us your guitar and um, say to the listeners. Yeah, thanks we'll ever put, so much, Steve. If you, if you can be so kind of send us some extra pics, we'll we'll make sure people go to your Instagram. But then you know, bloody Facebook's down again or whatever. We'll yeah, we can put some work. slightly more higher res ones maybe on Facebook or whatever if you've got them as well, so people can have a yeah yeah. Send them and, people, I will. I will certainly take some additional pics. And That'd I'll be lovely. Yeah. Show like, yeah. show like all those like weird, like here's the bit, the spot, here's the, you know, some people can be like, this is the bit where, where his skin was itching because he put, you know, dodgy <laughs> yeah, center yeah, park yeah. sand on it or whatever, you know, let us know. <laughs> I, I, I certainly will. That'd uh, be great. Yeah, absolutely. Pleasure joining yeah, you. Thanks. And, uh, thanks very much, guys. Yeah, no thanks worries. so much, Steve. And just again, your Instagram is at Steve, O-H-H-N-O. Oh, Steve, at Steve, oh, no. And Correct. check it out, it's oh, highly impressive. No. Um, thanks a lot, Steve. Thanks a lot, Ross. Pleasure. Thank Bye. you. Bye.